0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Raising the Standard. In last week's show, we talked about the mandate given to all kingdom men to advance, occupy, engage, and do business until Jesus returns. In this week's show, I want to provide a counterbalance to some of those military terms that we looked at last week and give you another perspective in which to view your life and your work while you are here on planet Earth. Stick around to the end of the episode because I'm gonna share with you something I perform on myself on a regular basis to make sure that my heart and my mind are fixed on the right things while I am advancing and engaging the world. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode. Now, this is kind of a part two to last week's show, which was titled The Military Language of Jesus If you want to check it out, go back to last week's episode, listen to that first. And what I covered there was our mandate as kingdom men to advance and occupy. Depending on the way you were brought up, the denomination, your viewpoints, your worldview, we can usually see that Christians are divided into two camps. There's one camp that is sitting around waiting for the Lord to return, and they're not engaging in the world. They're looking at themselves as, I'm in the world, I'm not of it, and therefore, I shouldn't advance, occupy, do business or plan. And they're really waiting on a rescue plan to come and get them and snatch them out of the world. Now, I'm not going to get into the eschatology of that. That's not what today's show is about. But what I do want to offer is another perspective, and this is what we covered on last week's show, which is we are called to advance and occupy. And we look at the military terminology that Jesus uses when he calls disciples as he trains them as he teaches them and this applies to you and me we're given a great commission it's a commissioning into the battle it's a being sent forward with instructions with a mission that we are called and we are equipped to execute okay so let's put some things in perspective because i titled this episode this world is not my home and jesus does pray to the father the night before he is going to the cross And he says in John chapter 17, that the world has hated his disciples because they are not of the world, just as Jesus is not of the world. So let's stop there for a moment because we are not of the world. We're not from this place. When you accepted Jesus Christ, when he came into your life, when you became born again, you received new DNA. You are now a new creation. You're a new entity and you become a citizen of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven at that moment in time. So you are no longer of the world. You are now a citizen of another kingdom. Jesus will go on to pray and ask the father not to remove them from the world, but to preserve them, to preserve us from the evil one, because we are in that battle. We are under attack. So he's praying that we would be kept from the evil one in this world while we are citizens of another kingdom. Jesus will go on to say that we, his disciples, are not of the world, just as he is not of the world. And he also asks that as he was sent, that the Father would send us. So there is a sending for kingdom men. We are being sent to something as we follow the Lord in our new citizenship, in our new pledge to the kingdom of God. So let's just build upon last week and just talk about in it because we are in the world. And I talked about this mandate on our lives to advance, to occupy, to see growth, to acquire, to manage, to multiply, to store, to build, and to give. We also see we're not of the world. And even though I'm doing all the things I just listed, even though I'm building and I'm equipping and I'm managing and I wanna see multiplication in my life, and I believe that's the will of God for us that we would multiply occupy and do business until he returns, I also have the attitude and I recognize that this world is not my home. If we look through scripture, we see that Christians and men of God, women of God are mentioned and referenced as pilgrims and sojourners. And in Hebrews chapter 11, which is also known as the hall of faith, we read about the champions of the faith. These are the men of God, the women of God who've gone on before us. They've done exploits. They are the ones that God takes notice of and recognizes them in this chapter And it highlights all their hallmarks, all their great faith, how they walked with God, how they stepped out, how they accomplished great things in the eyes of the Lord. And there's a focus at the beginning of the chapter on Abraham, how Abraham was a man of faith. We also see that Abraham is also an alien in this place. He is a pilgrim. He is a sojourner and he dwells in tents, which signifies He's passing through. This place is temporary to Abraham, and he's looking forward to, he has his hopes set on a future city whose builder and maker is God. Speaking of an eternal realm, a spiritual realm that he knows he will inherit at one point. And that is the promise that Abraham is holding on to. So let's also see in chapter 11 that these champions of the faith, they were rejected. They were rejected and hated by the world and its systems, just like Jesus was rejected. And he promised over us that if the world hated me, it will also hate you as well. And lastly, in chapter 11, you'll see, and we'll give a list of how the world treated these men of faith, that they were literally sawn in two. And it goes through great vivid detail of their death and the way they died as martyrs. And it says there, these powerful words, that the world was not worthy of them. The world was not worthy of these men of faith, which overlooked them, which rejected them, which despised them. So we have these two thoughts, these two themes running through scripture that you are a pilgrim, you're an alien, you're a sojourner. But at the same time, while you're here, you are sent and you're sent for a purpose and you're sent to occupy, you're sent to advance. And if we look at the life of Moses, if we look at the life of Joseph, the life of Daniel, these are men of God sent into the world's systems. These are guys like you and me working in today's world's systems, corporations, business, entrepreneurship, and they are engaging in business and commerce, and they're bringing solutions forward. They're called, and I believe that every man of God has a solution to the sphere of influence that he's called to. It's also interesting to note that all of these men are raised in a crisis time. Just as we're experiencing crisis in our nation at the time I'm recording this, the Lord is raising up kingdom men, kingdom-driven men that carry solutions, that carry the answers to the problems the world is facing. So we see this engaging with the world. We see this no-retreat attitude, this take territory, but also at the same time, know where your citizenship lies. Now, Peter also has some interesting things to say about this. And he talks about the people of God in 1 Peter 2. And he says, beloved of him, that's who we are, guys. We are beloved of the Father. We are the people of God. And he says, I urge you, I exhort you, I plead with you as sojourners and pilgrims. This is the identity Peter is giving to the listeners of his day. You are a pilgrim. This is not your home. You are a sojourner. Please abstain from fleshly lusts human nature apart from God, living without the influence and direction of Christ. And this is also what Jesus prays, keep the disciples from the evil one because this world is under the sway of the evil one. And that's why we are in an atmosphere of battle. That is why we need to be on a war footing and at the same time, be ready to leave at a moment's notice. So guys, let me bring it home. I just wanna tell you, I am planning my life to leave a legacy. I have made moves, I am structuring things, I have things in place, I am planning for my children's children. Guys, this is not a retreat attitude. I am not trying to impart to you that we need to hide out in a cave with some Campbell's soup and just get ready for the Lord to come back. Now, at the same time, let's be wise planners. Let's take precautions, let's build, let's steward, let's manage and multiply as if we are staying here for a very long time. So guys, I'm all about taking territory. I'm all about advancing. I'm all about occupying and I am all about doing business until he returns. At the same time, I want to tell you when you are in Egypt, when you are working in the world systems, we have to be so careful not to be overtaken, not to go from called to a position of influence to being influenced. And this has happened over and over in many men's lives. So what can we learn from this? You're sent to a place and instead of being the light and instead of being an influence, you start to become influenced by those around you. Your message starts to get watered down. You start to change your ways. You start to adapt the attitude of the world. And guys, let's just talk about money for a minute. Mammon is powerful. Jesus talks about money more than maybe any other subject he talks about. And he talks about the spirit of mammon, that there is a spirit attached to worldly possessions, to worldly materials, to this lust that comes over men for more possessions, for acquiring wealth. And there's nothing wrong with wealth, guys. Go and get it. I believe we are to manage and multiply every resource, including money, that flows through our hands. However, at the same time, we have to be careful that it does not have us. We are to have it. It is not to have our heart. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there also will be your heart. Guys, where is your heart? Let's do a heart check right now and just ask the Lord, where is your heart? What are you attached to right now? You know, we talked about being pilgrims, being sojourners. At the same time, we're balancing our mission in the world, our commissioning to go and to be sent. And we are acquiring, we are fighting, we are advancing and occupying. But where's our heart in the middle of that? Because there can be a shift where you start to grow attached to the possessions and the things of this world. So, guys, I'm going to tell you what I personally do to measure my heart. I just do this heart check and I check and I ask myself and I just think about, What if I had to leave everything in a moment's notice? What if I did? Okay, it's a hypothetical, but could I give it? If the Lord says right now, give it up, could you give it up? If the Lord says, I want you to walk away, could you walk away? If he says, I want you to bless someone and sign that over, could you do it? Okay, guys, so for me, it comes down to this. I'm advancing, guys, I'm taking territory. I'm going after it. I've been advanced, I've been promoted. I will continue to run after those targets that I believe the Lord has commissioned me and called me to go after. At the same time, everything that passes through my hand in this life, I am learning to hold it loose. There was an old song long ago and it was keep your eyes on Jesus. And as you keep your eyes on Jesus, the things of this world go strangely dim. And guys, this is where I'm at right now. I have been blessed. I've experienced prosperity in my life. I have more than enough. All my needs are met and I live a great life. And when you get to that status, whatever that is for you, whatever your number is, whatever you need, there's a comfort, there's some contentment that comes with that, knowing that you're safe and you're secure. But at the same time, you also see that those things you were chasing, they don't truly satisfy The world really has nothing to offer us from the things of the world. Even though I'm called to be in it, we are not of it. So the heart check that I do on myself is, can I let it go? Can I hold it loosely? Can I give it up? And guys, I'll tell you this, that as you walk closer with Jesus, and I just wanna implore you right now, get closer with him in your walk. We are in crazy times. We are coming into an insane season we are coming into a perilous season. And it's more important than ever. And this is burning in my heart that we rise higher and we walk closer with the Lord. And as I walk closer with Him, I notice that the world around me starts to go dim. It's almost like Jesus becomes living color and everything else fades to black and white. Guys, I'm not interested in status, the latest toy. The nice object, the next thing on the horizon, those are nice. Get them, enjoy them, use them, give them, be blessed with them. But at the same time, fix your heart, fix your eyes on the eternal, on the spiritual, that which lasts forever. So I just wanted to share with you today, guys, that as we're advancing, as we're occupying, it's so important in these days, do not take your eyes off Jesus. Let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them and please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.